0: Okay, all right, so I'm going to the book of Daniel today, Daniel chapter 1 and verse number, or Daniel chapter 3, I'm sorry, Daniel 3 and verse 1. I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. There's about 18 verses here. Uh, I probably put too many in, but I shouldn't have, but I did. But anyway, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue Nine, 90 feet tall. Now, I want you to know that from this this room here is about, I think it's about 60 feet. Is this, So, from that wall to this wall is 60 feet. So, if you add another 30 feet to this, another half of this almost, another half, and stand it straight up, that's how tall Nebuchadnezzar's statue was. All right? And so... He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messengers to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the providen- provin- provincial officials to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So King Nebuchadnezzar is setting up this large statue, and he sends out a, a decree to all of the officials of every state and every providence in his kingdom, that he's going to dedicate this statue. So all the officials came and stood before the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Verse 4, then a herald shouted out, people of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. You like that? That's like dramatized preaching, all right? When you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Wow. We have first-class idol worship here. Lo and behold. Now look at verse 6. This is tolerance. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Now, I don't know what's going to happen as we live the next few years on this earth. I'm telling you this, though. We knew this no matter who was president. We've known this for a while, that we're living in the last days. We know that we're living in the last times, and we're go- we better all get our business straight with God. I can't live for God for you. I would like to, because if I did, I'd almost guarantee you're going to make it. You said that's awful haughty. Didn't we just pray against that? Yeah, but I bound you in Jesus' name. See how much power you got. You know? No, what I'm saying is, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to make it. I've been doing this almost 40 years. Now, I still am human, and I still make mistakes. Just very, very little. Very frequently. Infrequently, but it happens. I still make mistakes. I still stumble. I still get grouchy. I, you would think I was grouchy yesterday? No, I, you were the one grouchy. But anyway, but I am confident. You have to be confident in your walk with God that you're going to make it. All of us are going to have to make it, and all of us are going to have to work it out all by ourselves. That's what Peter said. You're going in Acts. He said you got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. So I've got to make sure that I have my, my business, my personal business, straight with God. That I've obeyed the gospel. I've repented. I've, I've died out to my sins. I have been baptized. And my sins have been washed away. And I've been filled with the glorious power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now there's resurrection power that lives inside of me. So I'm going to have to be sure that I make it, and I'm trying to help you and encourage you to make sure that each one of us make it. Amen. That's where we're at today in all of this. So verse 7 says, At the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Everything's good, right? But, everybody say but. That is such a powerful three-letter word. That's almost as powerful as that powerful two-letter word. No. But that means everything above just is changing. There's a change here. Some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They're snitches. The astrologers were snitches. See, if you don't learn anything else, in this lesson today. The astrologers were snitches, and they went to the king to tell on the Jews. Let me tell you something. God's people are always going to be a target of the enemy. You might as well get used to it. You might as well realize that when you live for God, the devil is going to fight you harder than he fights anybody else in his kingdom. Now, hey, Brother Austin, don't freeze them out too bad here. You might want to moderate. I'm seeing some people starting to build fires. And I'll tell you, the worst thing that I ever want to do is ask my wife. I don't mind building a fire. I just don't want to smell like smoke. Okay? There's a couple of things that drive me nuts. Smelling like smoke, feeling greasy. And here's the last one. This is bad. Sticky. I don't want to be sticky. Yes. Those are my problems. So if you want to torture me, you know the three areas now. Sticky, greasy, and smoke. There it is. And so if you live for the devil, the devil already has you. How many people that were at the bar last night are in church today? There's probably some that the Lord's working on that they finally yielded somewhere in the world and said, I'm going to church. I mean, they're all going to church. When they're religious drunks, are always going to church. You know how they are. You know, and then when they get sober, they forgot all about it. But anyhow, the devil's people are not in church today. We're in church. We're trying to get stronger. We're trying to get more powerful in the Lord. We're trying to get our, our salvation worked out. We're trying to get our situations worked out. And the devil's gonna fight you. You might as well get used to it. And the astrologers were fighting the Jews and they said, Oh, King, live for long, live the King. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue. When they hear the sound of the, there's all the instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. Now, but, but, King, but. There are some Jews, in fact, not just some Jews, I'm going to name three of them for you, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three Jews. Now, when when Nebuchadnezzar and, and Babylon, when they would conquer a territory or a city, they would take the leaders of the city that they conquered for their government purposes. They wouldn't kill them. That's how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel ended up in Babylon because Nebuchadnezzar took these men because they were leaders and rulers in their, in their country before, now that it's conquered, and they're going to help govern here in Babylon. And whom? look, whom you have put in charge of the providence of Babylon. They, they're in leadership, and they pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. They refuse to do it. They don't want to bow down to your statues. They don't want to listen to you. They're in leadership. You know, leadership, if you're in a position of leadership somewhere, there is more required of you than somebody else who's not in leadership you know uh as a as a leader I've had to deal with situations, and one time I was in a situation where my some of my leaders weren't showing up to church. Well, what in the world so you know I am. I am very long-suffering and I gave him time and I tried to encourage and I did all of this finally it got to the point where I said I need to talk to, to you and so we sat down and I was talking to them and I said listen out of the last few weeks or months you have missed X amount of church now as a leader People are always nice to you. There's that sarcasm. I'm trying to get rid of that. And listen, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, people respected leadership more than they do now. Look at how society is treating the police. I mean, we've already heard all kinds of stuff. In the last 24 hours from from the group that's winning about police and about burning cities down I mean they're winning why do you want to burn why do you want to burn down what you just won I mean that don't make any sense anyhow so when I said you've missed so many services so many Sundays so many weeks one of them in the groups looked at me and said and who are you to tell me how many I've missed That's what I said. No! Now, this was just a little person. They were only probably 110, 120 pounds and 5 inches, 10 inches shorter than I was. And before the Holy Ghost, I'd have just thumped them right there, you know? All I could think of was, because I'm the pastor... And you're on my leadership team, and I get to keep rolling. But listen, they're saying this. Hey, these guys aren't paying attention to what you're commanding. These guys aren't doing, they're making you look bad, bro. They're making you look bad. These guys that came from Jerusalem, they came from Israel, they're making you look bad. They they will not. They refuse. They are refusing to serve your gods, and they're not going to worship that statue. Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. And when they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar says, is it true? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? Oh. Is it true? You see, it's coming down to the wire, brothers and sisters, where truth's going to come out. Truth is going to come out on a, on a worldwide scale. Truth will come out on a national scale, on a state scale. It's going to come down to you and I. And listen... Only you really know how you live for God. Only you really know your commitment to the Lord. Only each of us individually really know how much we really give to the Lord or what we're hiding in darkness. Now, Brother Kevin, Brother Kevin Schultz, he is an inspiration to me. And he's an inspiration because I know where he came from and I know where he's at. And he'll always say this when we're talking about a situation. He'll say, Pastor, darkness will always be revealed. It may take a while, and we may think that we're hiding something in our lives. But sooner or later, darkness will be revealed. And so Nebuchadnezzar is in a rage, and he says, is it true he said, "I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately, if not before. That should be in parentheses up there, right? Immediately, if not before. You will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power." Now see the enemy the devil always overreaches. I'm just telling you this. The devil always overreaches and he starts to brag when he thinks he's got it all in the bag. He starts to brag when he thinks that he's got the battle won and the Lord is beat and you're defeated and you're now his his prey. You're now his victory. You're now his uh, spoil of victory. And the devil begins to brag and that's what Nebuchadnezzar was doing. He said, and then what God is going to be able to rescue you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. The God that we serve is able... To save us. He will rescue us from your power. He will rescue us from this fiery furnace. We believe it's going to be all right. What's that next verse say? But even if he doesn't, Everybody say, even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, Your Majesty. We want to make it very clear that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. The King James says it like this But if not, but if not. <laughs> Our God is going to deliver you from your fiery furnace. We are not going to bow to your image or your statue. We are not going to do this. Our God is able to do it, and he will do it. But, now they use that word. But, if not, be it known unto thee, king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So, I want to preach to you for a, just a little while. I haven't started preaching yet, so my time is starting. I'm like Brother Lewis, time's starting just now. You know, got a long runway. I want to preach on this subject, but if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. It was five years ago or so, four and a half years ago. Right before the 2016 election When all the candidates were doing their thing And the debates and stuff And one Wednesday night Brother Vernie comes in and he says Hey There's a retired firefighter By the name of Mark Taylor He says God gave him a word That Donald Trump was going to be elected president I'm like I never heard of Mark Taylor How do you find out about all this stuff Ernie? Cutting hair Barbers Barbers know everything Salonists know everything Johnny You are going to know everything about the whole community in a little while Because people while they're getting their hair cut Something loosens up their mouth And they just start saying everything Amen And so For too long Danny's Trump's going to win Art Trump's going to win I'm like, oh my goodness, and so, lo and behold, I start looking back, and I, I get on the internet now. The internet is quite a deal, isn't it? It's quite a tool. Somebody thought the internet was only going to be a fad, and it's it's gone, I'm just here today and gone tomorrow. It's here, babe. It's here to stay. That's how the whole world is going to see the beast. You hear me? That's how the whole world is going to see the the two the two witnesses of the Lord raised from the dead see they didn't have the technology 40 years ago but now the internet's it's it's instant it's right there and everybody's got a camera everybody's got a camera so before you beat up somebody in public make sure somebody got a camera all right they're gonna have video of it just telling you get your under get it under control and yeah speaking over there on that side before you decide to cut anybody make sure that there are nobody around with with cameras they got cameras and so I began to research, and lo and behold, Trump's, Trump's elected. And to do more research, and, I, and I've stood in this pulpit, I've served this church, and I preached Trump will be elected a second term. Because I'm going by what prophets said way back, 2007. We go back, and it's not just one. It's multiple ones. And Wednesday night, we had a, I had a letter that I shared with you from Jeremiah Johnson Ministries. Basically they're saying this that, that Trump will be reelected. That's what they're saying. I don't know how, I don't know when, and I don't know what what's going to entail. I don't know if it's going I know it's going all the way to the Supreme Court because I understand civics. I understand how the how the constitution is supposed to work. I understand that it's going to be done in court. You know, balance would have to be Determined illegal there had to be a recount all kinds of stuff and let me tell you something it do, if that happens if that happens This place is burning down Not this place. I'm talking about America is burning down because the nut, I mean the left They're gonna go crazy. I mean, they're already crazy. They're gonna be crazy on steroids. I'm telling you. All right I'm just telling you get ready but they said that Trump's going to be reelected because God's going to expose all kinds. He's going to expose the media. He's going to expose uh, the government. He's going to expose everything. And and I can see it I can see it happening. Okay? I can see it happening. I cannot believe how fast Fox News has just been obliterated. You know what I'm saying? I cannot, I mean, how fast, in a week's time, how, how it's just went going crazy, and, and everything is hyper now. And we know why, because we're in the last days, brothers and sisters, we're in the last days, get ready. But as the church, my well, watch, as the church, whether Trump gets back in or not, whether there's litigation in the courts, we don't have to, we're not, we don't get, to, don't get tied up on that. Don't get tied up on that. I promised myself when I became a pastor that I would not preach a lot of politics. Now, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to do okay, right? But it's also working with the Word of God. I'm trying to stand for the Word. That's what we got to do. But if not, we're going to Continue. It doesn't matter if we have President Biden. I mean it'll be like a huge entertainment show every day. You wanna tune in to see what he mixed up and said today. You know, you're gonna it's gonna be like get some popcorn popped and get you some Dr. Pepper on the Rocks and sit down in your lazy boy and throw the feet up in the air and say, What did he say today? All right. And it doesn't matter how liberal, how radical, because God is in control. Amen. God puts up one and God puts down another. Amen. It's all in the hands of the Lord. But as the church of the living God, we will not bow. But if not, if not, we will continue. We're going to keep on keeping on. We're going to keep on doing what we are doing. Amen. Give somebody a high five near and say, hey, we're going to keep on doing this. Come on. We're going to keep on doing it. Oh, yeah, we have an example to follow. We have an example to follow. Everybody say we got an example. We've got a pattern. We've got a pattern called the Book of Acts Church. We've got a pattern called the Book of Acts Church. That church was a powerful church. That church was a church on fire. That church was a church that faced political resistance They suffered physical persecution. We haven't got there yet. We haven't got to physical persecution, and I don't know if we can handle it if it did come. I don't know. The American church is so soft. We're so stinking soft. Oh, I want to say all kinds of adjectives, Lord, and just please help me not to say them right now. We are so stinking soft. We're just soft. We say, oh, the devil's been after me all day long. Bless his holy name. We give more praise to the devil and what he's doing in our lives than we do Jesus and what he's already done for us. Ha, Satamaha, Satamaha. But I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar. And if we can get some hardness to our our, our countenance, if we can get some if we can get some uh, power in our step, If we can get some negative words out of our mouth and get some positive stuff in there. Because the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the Bible says that God spoke it and it happened. Amen. And we are created in the image of God and you know God is trying to get the church back to the end time church where a shadow of a man crosses over somebody and they get up off of their bed and they walk again because of a shadow from an anointed man of God that healed somebody oh they had a handkerchiefs and aprons that they took from the body of Paul and they gave them to people who had diseases and the diseases left they gave them to people who had demon, demon spirits in them and the demons ran away from from an anointed handkerchief. Are you seeing what I'm saying? When we get into a true walk with the Lord and we're not worried about but if not, we continue. If we just continue believing that the Lord is in control, if we just keep continuing believe that the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the people that are in it, they are the Lord's and the Lord is in control, hallelujah, it's time for somebody to start walking into your house saying hell is not in charge of this house anymore hallelujah and they continued oh we've got to get some power in us power and strength only comes from resistance if you've ever lifted weights Lee knows he's lifted weights you still eat all that peanut butter used to eat peanut butter by the kegs. People get kegs of beer, Lee can get a keg of peanut butter. Peanut butter. Man. Well, when you weight lift, you weight lift and that causes resistance, which builds up mass in your muscle structure. Didn't that sound pretty smart? How am I doing, Nathan? Am I doing good? You know? So this resistance builds up mass and strength. If you're going to live for God, anybody who lives for God is going to suffer persecution. You might as well get ready for it. You're going to have persecution from worldly people. You're going to have persecution from people in the church. Because we're all human. You're going to have persecution from your own family. Amen. Stop persecuting each other in the same house. Stop fighting with each other in the same house. Get a hold of each other. Get arm in arm. Let's lean together. Let's move together. Let's walk. Let's walk in unity. Let's walk in power. Let's walk in what the Lord wants us to do. So, you're going to suffer some persecution. Get ready for it. But God has given us an example. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. What are we going to have to do? We're going to have to continue praying. You can't stop praying. You've got to continue to pray. Now, I hope you don't get mad when I say this, but I don't know what it's going to do to get the other 80 to 90 of you here at a prayer meeting. Better get a drink. I'm feeling parched. I don't know what it's going to take to get the rest of us at a prayer meeting, but I'm going to tell you something. Maybe when your lights are out because you didn't take the mark, And you're not going to get electric anymore because no man can buy or sell unless he has the mark. Maybe we'll start praying. Maybe we'll start praying when we get that bad news from the doctor. Maybe we'll start praying when we go bankrupt. Maybe we'll, I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just laying it out there. What's it going to take for us to get back into prayer? What's it going to take for me as a pastor to get back to the level of prayer that I need to get back to? The Lord's talking to me, taking me to another level. I'm kind of all by myself. Me and the Lord right now. Not nothing. You and the Lord have your thing to work out. I'm working my thing out with the Lord, and He's telling me you got to do, do this, and you got to do that. And you better get ready because I want to be ready for the end time. I want to be ready for what's going to happen. Hallelujah. I don't care who's president, Jesus is God. Amen. He's in charge. He's on the throne. That's what I'm, I'm worried about, pleasing him. So we're going to have to develop a prayer life and supplication. We're going to have to seek after the Lord. Ah, yeah. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship. Amen. They continued steadfastly in doctrine and fellowship. I was hanging out with a guy one time, and he was, he was trying to be spiritual. And this is what he said. He said, ah, doctrine. Doctrine don't matter. Now, I'm going to say this, Brother Johnny. I basically have a bachelor's degree in theology. And doctrine does matter. Because you know what? Doctrine is the structure of which we're built on. That drywall is not just floating up there. I know Clark, he puts it up there. He cuts it longer than it's supposed to be. He said, what's the measurement, Pastor? I gave him the measurement. He cut it, put it in there, and it bowed. I said, what in the world? He said, don't worry. He did that little, and it went right in there. I'm saying, Clark, you are a miracle man. Hallelujah. That drywall's not just hanging up there floating. Those speakers aren't just hanging there. The ceiling's not just a... Why? Because there's a structure behind all of this called studs and joists and rafters. That's doctrine. It's structure. You've got to have doctrine. You better stay in the doctrine. What is the doctrine? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you, to your children, and all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. Get doctrine in your life. Get structure in your life. you got to pray. you got to supplicate. Now you got to get doctrine. you got to read the Word. If you don't read the Word, you don't know what the Word says. It's that easy. You know, and you can read it however you want, but I'm old school and I prefer a book. I know you read it on your phone. I don't know how you do it. What happens when that phone gets dropped in, in the water? You know, gets dropped in the water, and then you take it back to AT&T, and they see that red dot on that battery. You say, hey, hey, now, this has been wet. Oh, yeah, I dropped it in the toilet. I don't know what you're doing with your phone at the toilet. All right? And your phone should not be at the toilet. I'm giving you some practical advice right now. Don't take your phone to the toilet. Anyhow, you won't listen. Okay. You got to know what the Word says. Get the Word in you, because the Word's what's going to save us. If you don't get the word in you, the days are going to get rough. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the mark of the beast is coming. It doesn't matter who's president. The mark of the beast is coming. Eventually, God's going to go from a graceful God to a judgment God. And he's going to start pouring out his wrath. And the church better be ready. We better be ready to answer the call. Here's the next thing. Fellowship. Do not. Listen to me. Do not isolate yourself from the body of Christ. Do not isolate yourself from the church. I could give you name after, name after name after name after name after name after name of people who will not get involved in church. Why? Because they've been hurt in church. You've been hurt at work, but you still go back. Are you guys sleeping? You had an extra hour of sleep last week. So they get hurt in church, so I'm not going to get involved in church. I'm just going to be all by myself. I'm going to be an island in the stream. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be all by myself. I'm not going to get involved in anything because I don't want to get hurt again. You have got to have fellowship. The Bible says they continued in doctrine and in fellowship. You've got to be with people. That's why it's been tough. That's why 20% of this church is no longer here because of all of that shutdown back in the spring and all of everybody afraid of that virus and all of that business. The enemy is out for keeps, and he wants to isolate you and get you out there because when you are isolated, you become weak because we strengthen ourselves with each other. Because you are part of the body. Everybody say, I am part of a body. You're part of a body. Chris, your elbow ain't out there by the white van right now. It's right there with you. Bobby, your head ain't over there by the playground. It's you know how ugly that'd be? You'd be sitting there without your head. It's part of your body, it's attached. What are you saying? We are attached physically in our body. God wants us to be attached spiritually in the church. When there's a, when there's a potluck, get to the potluck. Stay and eat. Come on. You, I know you're hungry. Don't be like some young girl on a date who don't want to eat in front of her date. And then she goes home and attacks and sacks the refrigerator. sitting there in front of your date and you drink i just want some water and maybe a little salad oh do you have some fat free free dressing and you go home and you're eating all that cold three-day old spaghetti and you're finding meatballs and you're finding an old cold steak and you're finding a mustard and bologna sandwich thanking god that your date finally left so you could eat because you was starving to death No, no, no 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 get in the kingdom get in the kingdom Get involved in the kingdom. You know what? I'd love to have puppet ministry. Well we need hands to do puppet ministry. These kids need puppets. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Is anybody is this right? Is anybody picking up what I'm laying down? Is anybody picking up what I'm dropping? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? You know what I'm saying? Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah, you don't know if you want to do this or you can't do that How about, you know, drive a church van How about come here and pray How about say, you know what, pastor Every day I'm going to pray for you How about I'm going to teach a Oh, we better just keep on going because we're going to get it. Then Simon himself believed When he was baptized, he continued with Philip He continued with Philip Acts chapter 8, verse 13 He, st- stick with the anointing Stick with the anointing Continue with the anointing Brother, if you stay close to me, we're going somewhere. You say, that's awful arrogant, Pastor. I'm confident. I'm confident. If you stick close to me, we're going to go somewhere. Things are going to happen. God's going to use us. God's going to take care of us. God's going to provide. But if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. Look at your neighbor. High five and say, we continue. continue. All right, if we have to. I just wanted to do a virtual, Margo, but it's okay. Stick with the anointing. Get in church, stay in church, don't leave. Get in church, stay in church, don't leave. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. This is a good place. Stick with the anointing. Paul said to him, if you don't stay in the ship, you're going to perish. You continue in the ship. Stay with us. We're going somewhere. Stay with us. Things are going to happen. Stick with the anointing. When good anointing comes into your life, don't walk away from it. When good anointing comes into your life, don't back away from it. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. The devil will give you every, oh, I'm going to just say it. The devil will give you every cotton-picking excuse. He will give you the most stupid, stupidest excuses You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm going to church today. I'll be in church today. Oh, then something came up. Well, hey, Ain't are you kidding? I'm going to tell you, it's not going to get the stupid excuses are going to end when the Antichrist starts coming on the scene. It's going to end when churches are getting shut down. You see, the government's tried to do that this year, brothers and sisters. Are you, are you, have we already forgot what the government has tried to do? The only reason churches opened back up at the end of May was because the Supreme Court told the governor of Illinois, you cannot infringe on the First Amendment rights of that, of religious freedom. What's going to happen when the court is stacked? What's going to happen when we don't have representation anymore? And listen, brothers and sisters, we can buy all the ammunition we want. We can have it. We can look like Fort Knox full of lead and and, and brass, hallelujah, and gunpowder and firing pins and all of that business. But I'm telling you something. We are not fighting an earthly foe. We are fighting a spiritual battle. And you better start remembering, but if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. We keep continuing to stick with the anointing. Don't leave. Get in the ship. Get ready and get in here and Stay here. Hallelujah. Wow, I'm trying to remain calm. But Peter continued knocking. He just kept knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. What are you saying there, Pastor? Continue taking action. Continue to be intentional in your walk with the Lord. If you don't have a Bible reading program that you do daily or study, get one. Even if you read one chapter a day, read one. How about this? I'm going to challenge you. There's plenty of room up here worshiping. If you're not comfortable leaving your pew to come up front to worship, leave your pew and come up here and worship. Oh, you guys are all quiet on me. That's why, you're, that's why we're soft. We're soft. We're softer than a baby's bottom. Amen. Amen. Some of you, the, the devil's trying to put your fire out. You continue taking action to get your fire stoked and burning again. Roaring, get that Holy Ghost fire roaring in your life. Continue, continue, continue taking action. Continue, I'm almost done. Hallelujah. Paul and Barnabas continue to Antioch teaching and preaching the word of the Lord. I'm almost finished. Minstrel, hallelujah. Psalmist, hallelujah. Yeah, what they do, they took action. They continued preaching and teaching the word of the Lord. Continued teaching and preaching. You keep reaching out to your unsaved friends. You keep reaching out to your family that's not in church. You keep teaching the word. I wish somebody would get crazy and teach about 25 Bible studies this year. Oh, Pastor, I'm afraid. What are they going to do? What am I going to do if they ask me a question that I don't know the answer to? Well, you're going to have them write the answer question down and you're going to bring it to me. And if I can't answer, you're going to take it to Johnny. And if Johnny can't answer, we're going to take it to Danny Trout. We're going to take it to everybody we can do. We get an answer for it. Amen. You get an answer and this is what you say. I'm telling you, there are hungry people out there in the world and they're looking for somebody to bring them the bread of life. They're looking for somebody to bring them some water from some rivers of living water. Hallelujah. They can Continue teaching and preaching. That's what we're going to have to do. Look, he continued there a year and six months teaching the word. Still teaching the word. Continue teaching. Everybody say continue. Everybody say, but if not, but if not we continue. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wish somebody would get a fire in their heart, in their belly. Here's another thing. Here's another thing that we have discovered through the lockdown is we have virtual Bible study. We can do Bible study online. We can do Bible studies via zoom, via Facebook. We can do Bible study with people anywhere in the world. I'm just getting a revelation this past week on a situation that I've been dealing with ministry wise that I'm, praying. Lord, I think the Lord's given me the answer of how I need to work on this ministry. This ministry will be about 9,000 miles from here. Yeah. Yeah. What's God want to do? We continue. Be intentional. Be intentional. Take the, take the initiative and say, I'm not going to be like I was. I'm changing. If If some of you, let's all stand. If some of you don't have the fire in your life anymore, God in heaven, get the fire back in your life in the name of Jesus. The devil wants to take you out. The devil wants to shut you up. The devil wants to slow you down, but God has a destiny for you. God has a plan for you. Hallelujah. And they continued fasting. They continued fasting. Amen. Praying and fasting, teaching the word, fellowship, and doctrine. Praying, fasting, teaching the word, fellowship, and doctrine. Everybody say it. Praying, fasting, Fellowship, teaching the word, doctrine. Prayer, fasting, fellowship, preaching the word, doctrine. Prayer, fasting, fellowship, preaching the word, doctrine. It's time, church. It's time, church. If on January 20th, 2022, 21. They inaugurate Joe Biden, President of the United States. That has no impact on our walk with God. It has no impact on our walk with God. None. Are you hearing me? Everybody say no impact. Has no impact. But if not, we continue. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Let her sing just a little bit before we move on. that step of faith and said, that step is going to be, Lord, this is my move. This is my intentional moment right here. I'm stepping out from where I'm at and I'm going to pray. Come on. Where are you? But if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. Anybody?
1: Fire
0: my house of
1: Anybody need to get the May fire out. on your altar?
0: A little higher. This front ear is open if you want to pray.
1: I'm prayer. not too
0: except you. It's up to you. It's your call. May the
1: fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. May the fire of my altar never, <inaudible> my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of Anybody hungry for more?
0: Anybody ready for a move in your life?
1: Anybody ready for a change in your life? It's 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 just a decision away. It's just a decision away. It's just a decision away. But if
0: not,
1: we continue. What if not? A house of
0: prayer. What if not? Oh, Make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Hala bahay. Hato lo mohosata. sata. Hato lo moho sata. Hato lo moho sata. Hato In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, right where you're at, lift up the Lord right now, right where you're at, talk to him right now. Talk to him right now for a moment. Hallelujah. But if not, we continue. But if not, we continue. Let the fire of my altar never burn out. Let the fire of my altar never burn
1: Never burn out. May the fire of my
0: altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. Allah Glory to God. Glory to God. Lady Bohusatala In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray an anointing on these brothers and sisters right now. I pray an anointing of hunger, a hunger on each and every brother and sister for the things of God. Lord, pull us into more anointing, more thirst for you, more power for you, more prayer for you. More fasting, more dedication, more consecration. Oh God, I pray for those that the gift of evangelism is upon. Loosen that gift again in the name of Jesus. Loosen that gift again in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. And Lord, but if not, we will continue. We will continue in the name of Jesus. Oh, may the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Come on, brothers and sisters. You don't want that fire to burn out. You want to make sure that fire gets stoked. You want to make sure that fire gets fed, oxygen, wind, breath, Holy Ghost. (laughs) I feel a, I feel a holy, I feel a holy rumble through this house. I feel a holy unction in this house right now. Hada da ha shada hai, bha la ha da la ba ha shada ba ha ta ili oro ro mo ho la ha My God. Oliana Mohosataya Mahaya, Pitiomo Sata Mahaya, Yelima Se, Lea Madara Idi Mato Moriana, Madara Mahata, Bandariamoromo Shata Bahaya, Iliana Iliana Pandala Cassia Taria Saya, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Mahatma Mahaya. Halal Mahaya. Ili alada yata yeta mahata. Ibaba haya ne amahasha bohatata Glory to God
2: God to breathe in this house we want the fire of God to breathe in this house we want his presence so prevalent in this house that when people walk in this place they can't stand because of the power and the anointing of God that's what we're going to need in these last days to break the addictions and the chains off of the lives that have people bound we've got to get the burden for the loss because if we don't going to go and they're going to burn in hell someday. I'm asking you to start praying that God would let you pull down that anointing and give me a burden, give me a vision of what's to come, Jesus. Oh, send the fire,
1: send the fire, send the